Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All righty, gang, welcome. We got a special, special, special show for you today. Thank you, everybody, on Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, all over the world, everybody that listens to the show every day, I want to thank you all very, very much for being a part of the show, being a part of your Saltwater Guide. It's a special Saturday show. We need to talk about what's going on out on the water. We need to talk about the bait report. We need to talk about a lot of things. So we're going live with a special show today. And uh, my cat's going bananas at the door here. What is wrong with you? So we got Marley back in the cage behind us. We're back. We had a great time up in Southern California. The Bill Shed Lifetime Conservation Award dinner was spectacular. The members that joined us, thank you very much. Pablo and Bill and Darren and Ron and all your guests that you brought and everybody else that was there. And Oh, my God. Oh, it was just incredible. Kate, thank you so much for entertaining Kelly the whole night. She had a blast with you. It, it was wonderful. What a wonderful evening. Such a fun night. We had so much fun there. And I got to spend the day with my good friend Tommy Gomes on uh, Thursday. We had a wonderful time down at Tunaville Market and Grocery. It was incredible. I made 35 videos that are going to be insane if you see them. I had an opportunity to eat something that I had never, ever tasted before in my life. The video will be coming out in a couple, probably next week sometime. But I got a chance to eat swordfish bone marrow. And I'll tell you what, Tommy Gomes is like a magician. He put together some of the most spectacular food. And Tom, thank you very much for giving me that chunk of toro. He smoked up some bluefin belly. It was incredible. If you have not been down to Tunaville Market and Grocery in San Diego, you, you've got to do yourself a favor. You've got to go down there. It's the most spectacular food I've ever tasted in my life. Tommy Gomes is a master at putting together some of the most delicious food and some of the most craziest things you've ever seen, gang. And... uh those of you on Spotify and all the other podcast carriers and Apple and everybody else, I want to thank you all very, very much. We are just blown away by the amount of people that are listening to our show and downloading the show. And I got a bit, I was blown away at the dinner, absolutely blown away. And no, it wasn't about me. And I did not even try to talk about making it anything about me. It was all about Bill Shedd and all about all the great work he's done to make this fishing thing, great for all of us. My father, God rest his soul, was the recipient of the award two years ago. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there. So it meant a lot to me to be at this uh, dinner and watch Bill receive the award that my father had received a couple of years before. And I was talking to my good friend Arnie there, and we were both talking, thank God that my dad was able to receive that award and see the outcry of all the people. 
that he had touched in his lifetime. And uh, usually we don't get to celebrate people like we celebrated Bill and we celebrated, they, they celebrated my father until after they're gone. Bill's still very much with us and working very, very hard to make sure that fishing stays open. And it was a great, great night for him and his family to see the outpouring of love from the industry and all the people in the industry. And I just wanted to talk about that for a few minutes, gang. A lot of you watched my interview with Bill Shedd yesterday. It was a travel day for Kelly and I. So that's how we took care of the live show yesterday. Yesterday was a travel day. So uh, we did that recording of the, the interview I did with Bill five years ago for your saltwater guide. It's available all over social media right now. We posted it everywhere where... Before, the only way you could see it is if you were a member. Now everybody can see what a phenomenal human being Bill Shedd is and how much he's done for the industry. So if you haven't had a chance to see that or watch it, do yourself a favor and check it out or load it up on your on your uh, podcast series to listen to. And when you're driving around, listen to it. It's an incredible story about an incredible human being who has done so much to give back to the sport fishing industry. And uh, we're all blessed to have you in our lives, Bill. And thank you very much. And everybody that came to the dinner and everybody that hung out with us, thank you. But what I wanted to talk about today is I'm blown away by all the people that listen to my podcast. I just cannot believe it. A person that I want to make a big shout out to is Robbie Gant. Robbie, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And when you told me that at uh, the dinner Thursday night, I, it blew my mind. I am very, very, very happy that you listen to the podcast and you actually enjoy it. Gang, we try to always on the podcast, we try to entertain you, but we also try to enlighten us on what's going on out on the water. And gang, Norm, the thing about... California is for some reason they have a burning desire to not have us fish anymore. They do not want us to go out on the water and fishing and enjoying ourselves. And I was talking about this at the dinner because I didn't real I hadn't slowed down enough to, to really break it down and think about this. But I was with Tommy Gomes down there and I was talking to him and, and then I was talking about this at the dinner that night. Gang, when you cast, and also Chris, thank you so much for bringing me that thresher shark. I mean, that shovel nose shark. And I made some spectacular videos. And Chris and I and Tommy were outside of Tunaville Market and Grocery the other day. And we were standing there at the edge. And I was thinking about this. And then I talked about it. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever it is, my good friend, Kevin Cubby, Paul having a rough time getting through his cancer right now, but he's alive and all he can think about is going fishing and getting out there on the water. Yeah. We, Dan, Kim and Dan, we, we, this was a massive turnaround trip for us and I'll get into it in a few minutes, but we were only up there for a day, but I was standing there on the seawall there in front of Tunaville market. And I thought about this and I thought this is super important for us to tell you when you cast your line into the water and the minute it hits the water and you're watching it sink every single thing that's going on in your world all the garbage all the negative all the things that are going on the minute that line hits the water 
that all melts away. And the only thing we can focus on or think about is getting a bite. That is why fishing is so special. Because like my good friend, Kevin Cubby Paul, cancer's been going bananas in his body for a while, but all he can think about is going fishing. Right now, I talked to him this morning. He's so excited that he may be able to go fishing this week. He thinks he's strong enough to get out there on the water and go fishing. And that's what fishing is all about, gang. It allows us to let go of everything that's around us and all the negative. And if you turn on any anything right now, you just get bombarded with negativity. And so I thought it was important for me to do a special show on a Saturday. I know I normally don't do this, but... Uh, I thought it was important just to talk about this, uh, for lack of a better epiphany that I had. And I think that's the way you pronounce it. I'm not sure, but about fishing, because fishing's been a part of my life for so, so long. And I just kind of take it for granted. I get to go fishing whenever I want, wherever I want, for whatever I want, whatever. But why is it so important? It's because. When that line hits the water, gang, everything melts away. And we all have tons of things going on in our lives, and I know that. But my goodness, when that, that line touches the water, it is absolutely incredible. It is so bitching how it just melts away all the garbage going on in your world. Everything revolves around getting a bite. I did that podcast with Michael Folks a couple of years ago and we talked about the bite. That's the most important thing. But then as I stood there in front of the Tunaville and I looked at the piling and I thought if I could just throw a little swim bait right on the edge of that piling that's loaded up with oysters. I'm 62 years old and I stand there at the edge and look at it like I did when I was a little kid. And I look at it and I think there's got to be a big spotted bay bass living right there at the bottom. And it's so true, man. It is so true that we just slow. when that line hits the water, everything slows down and everything is your whole focus. If it's just laser beam, you slide your, your, your mind down and you're looking at your line and it's just this little thin piece of nothingness that encompasses every bit of your thought process. And I thought, man, I need to try to figure out how I can relate this to the people that listen to the podcast. That is what fishing is. It is not about going out and chasing a giant bluefin. I mean, that's fun. Don't get me wrong. That's fun. It, it, and it's great to burn thousands of, thousands of dollars worth of money, thousands of dollars worth of fuel to go chase that bluefin. But man, me standing on the edge of that dock, looking at that piling and thinking, what is living underneath that piling? How can I get that fish to bite my bait? That is what it's all about. And, and that's why fishing is so important. That's why it's so important for us to make the people that are trying to close this thing. And they do. They want to close it so bad. And Mondays are the day we always talk about what's going on out there and all the different things. And we got to get negative and we got to get nasty and we got to, because gang, they're after us like you can't believe. So Mondays are always the day that we talk about that. 
but today is talking about the passion. And if you are driving around in your car listening to this podcast and you're wondering, why are so many people into fishing? Why is it such a huge thing? And it's huge all over the world. Fishing is a big, big deal for everybody. And we got my good friend Bill Varney going to be on the show on uh, Friday talking about surf fishing. You got to hear Bill talk about the windmill thing last Monday. We're going to have Bill in here talking about surf fishing. And something about surf fishing is everybody can do it. It's accessible to everybody. And you don't have to spend a bunch of money. I mean, you can go buy a rod and reel combo for less than $100 and go fish on the beach and actually catch fish. And it's free. How cool is that? That's how bitching fishing is. And another thing I wanted to talk about is the kids that are walking around the harbor with their backpack and their fishing rod and their swim baits. And and people are yelling and screaming at them, don't fish on my taka. You're the same people that are complaining that children do nothing but stare at their phones all day. I tell all the children, all the young people today that are down fishing on the docks, anytime someone starts yelling at you for fishing on the dock for fishing, and they're fishing, they're not doing anything wrong. They're not down there stealing stuff off your boat. They're not down there doing anything wrong. They're down there fishing because it's so fun and it's such a release and it's you don't know what's going on in these children's lives you don't know what it's like at their house you don't know what's going on and then to get off your boat and stand there and yell at them because they're fishing on your dock would you shut your your mouth i tell the children always call me when those people are yelling at you for fishing on their dock call me and hand hand the phone to me i would love to talk to them and try to talk them off of their pedestal that they're on. And they're mad at children for fish. Are you out of your ever-loving mind, gang? How rad is that, that a child is down there fishing on a dock? That is the most bitchinest thing that could possibly be happening for children. Yeah, wow. It's so spectacular that they're actually involved in the act of fishing. And why do you want to blow that? Why do you want to, well, this is our dog. And we, well, shush up, go back inside. Go back inside and stare at the walls of your boat. If you can't understand how important it is to have children fishing, or young people, they're not causing you any problems. They're, they casted their lure and landed next to my... Okay, great. It landed next to your boat. Relax, for gosh sakes. They're fishing. Fishing is such a powerful release. Such a phenomenal way to get in touch with nature. Such a spectacular thing. Like I said, because everything melts away and it's all about what's happening at the end of your line. And please, 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 please let a fish bite it. Please, 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 please let a fish bite it. Yeah, it's crazy that people do that and they get mad and they come down and they yell. Uh, absolutely, Max. But it's so, I mean, Max and I, remember how many days we fished the docks? I mean, we're old men and we would fish the docks. And if they had anchovies, we would be so excited to go down and fish the docks with live anchovies. And it's just insane and absolutely mind-boggling the amount of fish you can catch. And my good buddy, Justin, 
who works for us. He sent me some pictures last night because he had a trip yesterday and then he had a trip today. And so last night he stayed on the boat and he sent me a picture or he sent me five pictures. He's a grown ass man. He's in his late 40s, early 50s. I don't, I don't remember exactly how old he is, but him and his buddies are down there and they're all grownups. They're down there fishing on the dock, catching white, short white sea bass. But if you look at every one of their pictures, they have the biggest smiles on their faces. These are grown ass men just having the time of their lives fishing in the harbor off the back of their boat or in between each boat, catching a fish. They're not big, giant 200 pound bluefin. They're not spending thousands of dollars on fuel. They're actually engaged in the act of fishing. It's so cool. It is so awesome what happens to you and your body and your mind when you go fishing. It's you, If you've never done it, then you have no idea what I'm talking about and you can't knock us for doing it. It is just a phenomenal way to let go of all the crap that's going on in the world today. And, and once again, I have no idea why the powers to be in the United States of America are so against fishing, absolutely against it at every level. The commercial fishermen, they're against them. They're against the sport fishermen. They're against us. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it. To be against like I said last week on last Saturday's show, to be against the commercial fishermen that are U.S. flagged vessels that are catching fish to feed America, and then to say, well, those fish don't even go to America. That's because, like Tommy Gomes always says, Good seafood isn't cheap and cheap seafood isn't good. That's why you don't buy U.S. seafood because you don't want to pay that extra money to support the U.S. fishery. So, yeah, it has to get sent to China because they'll pay, gladly pay more for the best seafood in the world. But America, we won't. We'll walk into to pavilions or vons or we'll walk into Costco and we'll buy that garbage fish that we have no idea where it came from instead of going down to Tunaville market and grocery or going to John's fish market or going to Santa Monica seafood or going to a place where you can buy U S caught seafood. It's going to cost you a little bit more, but then again, you're supporting America and I don't know where, where the disconnect came from, but if you're complaining about the commercial fishermen, then you're part of the problem. If you're complaining about children fishing on your dock, then you're part of the problem. Okay, you want to get out of here? Did you already eat the monkey? Yeah, the kitty wanted to get out of the house because he already ate the monkey. Um, I just want you to understand how important fishing is to all of us. Yeah, it's a form of meditation. It's just a form of getting in touch with your life and your nature and everything else. My name's Dave, not Dan Dino. Come on, you've watched me for how long? There's a raffle tomorrow, Friends of Rollo, 9 a.m. At, at the brewery in Santee. The tickets are $1. Dino, if you can tell us how to get, get those tickets, we'll talk about it right now. I got no problem with that. Friends of Rollo's kids are an amazing organization. What they do is they take children fishing. 
Everything's paid for by the organization. They don't make any money. No, there's no administration making a fortune like some of these charities out there. All the money that goes to Rollo's kids are to take children fishing all over the place, anywhere out on the water. Hey, Tim, nice picture of you. Look at you. You look kind of content fishing. Nice mustache. So what's my location, Diane? I'm down in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, but I was in San Diego yesterday. I'm all over the place. I'm wherever and all over. But um, gang, this Rollo's kids thing, super important because we're taking children fishing all the time, all over the place. I would love to be there in person. Oh, the people have to be there in person. They got to come down. What time? What time, Ron? Nice. Let me know one more time. I lost you. Oh, at 9 a.m. at the BNS Brewery in Santee. You got to be there to win. Go down there. The raffle tickets are a dollar. If you're in San Diego tomorrow and you can get down there, then you want to go. You want to go. What the? Kevin. Relax. What airline do I use? Are you? It's not about flying. It's about fishing. So you want to check that out. We fly on whatever airline's the least expensive. Sometimes we fly on Volaris. Yesterday we flew on Alaska. It's whoever's charging the least amount of money. We travel so much. But uh, be down at the BNS Brewery in Santee tomorrow for this big raffle. And remember, all the money goes to taking children fishing. It's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Also, gang, I just got a text message from one of our members. Kelp Patty, four miles off of Dana Point, loaded with Dorado. Loaded with Dorado right now. They just sent me a picture. They got two already. Four miles off of Dana Point. And I was talking to Jeff at the Dana Point bait bars right before we went live. They got small sardines. You know what likes to eat small sardines? Dorado, four miles off of Dana Point. Gang, I told you as soon as we came out of this full moon, it was going to go bananas. It's going bananas. Up in uh, up at the Horseshoe, they got Mike at San Pedro Bait has small and or has anchovy sardine mix, and it's wide open. It's full speed sand bass, and calico bass on all the different spots. Uh, down in San Diego, they got mixed sardines, big and small, and they're wide open calico bass at the kelp beds down there offshore dorado and yellowtail on the kelp patties the game plan was incredible the game plan we put together for everybody for this weekend talk about so much different fishing the the guy that's talking to me right now texting you keep hearing it being through they're out there on the water right now and they're just blown away that the game plan was so right on they didn't go flying offshore. They went and followed the game plan and fished right where I told them to fish. They found kelp patty. This is their third patty that they found with Dorado on it. Southern California, Dana Point, Dorado. Come on, here we go. Just like last year. There's so much going on. There's so much fun stuff and fishing is so fun. We've all got to work together with this CCA thing. I mean, I was at that dinner and we talked about CCA all night at the dinner. CCA is the only real voice we have at the table. CCA is the only real voice. We all have to be involved. Stop the closures, gang. Grab the QR code there on the bottom. Go visit CCA. I cannot, I don't know for the life of me why it's so important to stop fishing. 
stop people from fishing. I don't know why that is the number one thing that people want to do is stop people from fishing. It doesn't make any sense to me. And that's why we're talking about this, having this really cool podcast on a Saturday. And uh, I just flashed up the CCA Cal QR code. Those of you that are listening on spot on all the uh, podcast forums, and I can't keep saying naming the two because we're on every podcast platform now. So if you're listening, please become part of CCA Cal. CCACal.org is the place. CCACalifornia.org. You got to be involved, gang. All they want to do is stop fishing. They want us to quit fishing. They do not want us to go outside and have fun. So please try to grab as much information as you can about the CCACalifornia.org. Try to get as much as you can about it so that you're informed about fishing in Southern California and around the world. Because get, believe me, they're coming for you in Texas. They're coming from you in uh, Florida, New York, New Jersey, anywhere where there's water. The United States of America is on a mission to get you to stop fishing. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me like we started out in the beginning of the show. It's a release. It's a way to get away from all the negative. Maybe that's why they don't want us doing it. Maybe that's why they just want us to keep being negative. I don't know. I have no idea. But it sure is It sure is special. It was super special for me to be down there with Tommy Gomes on Thursday, hanging out, look, standing on the edge of the water, just looking at the San Diego Harbor and all the great memories, all the years of fishing out of San Diego for a living that I had. And it just brought it all back to me and made me super aware of how important it is. And my message is super important to get out there to please help us stop them from closing fishing. I can't imagine if I didn't have fishing in my life where I would be today. I just, it wouldn't be pretty. It would not be pretty. Fishing pretty much saved my life and it saved a lot of my friends' lives. And, uh, my good friend, Kevin Covey Paul, it's saving his life because all he can think about is getting back out on the water. He's been battling cancer for, God, it seems like four years. Maybe it's been longer, Cub, but it's been a long time. And I know how important fishing is to you. After talking to you on the phone today, how rad is that? That all you can think about is getting out there to go fishing. Yep. Just like I say all the time, Tim, they hate me because I have a son, Tim. And I actually have an audience and I actually can articulate what we're talking about. Exactly, Dan, I feel the same way. I don't like joining anything either, but I'm a lifetime member of CCA because I just cannot imagine not having any type of voice out there. At least the thing with CCA is they're keeping us all aware of all the things they're trying to do to stop us from fishing. Where at least we know what train is headed down the tracks instead of just getting run over by the train. Or at least we know it's coming and we can step out of the way as the train comes flying down the tracks. That's another really good thing about CCA California is they're keeping us aware of what's going on. They're keeping us aware of the closures. They're keeping us aware of what they want to close and when they want to close it. So make sure that you are a part of something that helps to keep fishing open. Don't forget the contest we're having. If you if you visit our store and you buy 
a shirt or a hat and you wear it and take a picture of the fish you caught or have your children in the picture with the fish they caught, we're going to give away 200 US dollars on on uh, September 1st to one lucky winner. If you remember Sean Doyle last year, he did the same thing. He took a picture, posted it all over social media, and he won $1,000. Well, this year we're giving away $200. I know, it's not 1000 but it's 200 bucks for getting your picture taken and putting it on social media with your Saltwater Guide shirt on and your or your Saltwater Guide hat. You can get them both at the right there where I'm flashing the QR code. And those of you that don't have the QR code or those of you that are listening on the podcast, go to my uh, st- your Saltwater Guide, the store, and check out all the swag we have. We have lots of stuff. And I want to let you know, post those pictures on social media. Believe me, me and Elliot and Kelly are watching social media like a hawk. We will see the pictures and we're going to pick one lucky person to win that $200 and we'll then mower zell it to you immediately when we announce your name. Go to my store and get some swag, gang. We got all the cool sayings that I say all the time. I know your brother, sister's aunt's cousin can do it better than me. I know your knife's sharper than mine. I know you tie a boat up better than me. We have so many cool sayings on our shirts, and we're constantly adding new stuff. Check it out. Stop fishing for boats. That's a big one. A lot of people buy that one because that's the number one thing. You got to quit fishing for boats, and you got to start fishing for fish. It's super important when you're out there. The guy just texted me. (laughs) I know it sucks. They're on this patty and it's full of Dorado. So they slipped in the water to get them. And all of a sudden, there's a boat on them. Boat came flying up on them. Beautiful Parker, he says. Now there's three boats parked on the patty that they were on by themselves for the last 45 minutes. Boats out there fishing for boats. They don't have a pair of binoculars. They're just out there fishing for boats. Grab the QR code game right there off of the... Shop official, your saltwater guide merchandise. Get your shirt, get your hat, get a picture of you with a fish. Remember, Kelly Girl's really partial to calico bass. That's her favorite fish. Grab something at the store, put it on, and take a picture of yourself. It's real easy. I, I give away so much stuff you can ask anybody. We have hundreds and hundreds of people commenting every day on our stuff. We give away so much stuff. Oh, Okay, Jeff, hold on. Marley's right here. Everybody, I'm going to get Marley right now. Hold on. Come here, Marley. Come here. Come here, buddy. This is the smallest monkey in the world. This is Marley, the marmoset monkey. He's the smallest. Marley, stop, stop, stop. Smallest monkey in the world. That's him in my hand, gang. That's Marley. The marmoset monkey, the smallest monkey in the world. He's eight inches tall, full grown, standing on his back legs. His little head's the size of my thumb. I told everybody at the dinner. Look at him. Marley, say hi. Say hi. Oh, it's okay. Don't bite me. Ow, 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 don't bite me, buddy. Right? Marley, Marley, don't be camera shy. What do you think? Jeff, does your wife see Marley? Marley, look at how long his tail is. <laughs> That's Marley, the marmoset monkey. He's pretty cool, huh? Hold on. Let's see if we can get him to eat on on the show. Last time you... Hold on. Check it out. Let's see. You want some of that? Let's pull that. 
QR code down. Okay, here, Marley. You want some? You want some yogurt? Do you want a little bit? Here. Here, here, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, gang. Some people want to see Marley. Stop, stop. Here. There you go. That's good, huh? There you go. He's having a little bit of mango nectar. A little bit of nectar right there, gang. Check him out. Isn't that cool? Do you have a monkey? I got the only live podcast, fishing podcast in America with a live monkey that's on the show every day. He's, he's, not, he's not happy with me right now because, there you go, have a little more mango. Because we left him yesterday. We were gone for a day. And one thing about marmosets, here baby. One thing about marmosets is they do not like change. They like to be consistent. They like to have their, they like to have everything the same all the time. And when Dave and Kelly leave, Marley doesn't like it. And he's usually a little pissed off the first day we get back. He doesn't want to spend any time around us. He wants to let us know how disappointed he was that we weren't here for him. But that's him. There he goes. He's off. Go, go, buddy. Go, go. It's okay. Go. Put some of that mango over here on the other side for him. Hang in there. Hold on. There you go, Mark. There you go. So that's our monkey. Those of you that have never seen a seen our monkey, that's Marley, the Marmoset monkey. The smallest monkey in the world. He's full grown. He's two years old. He's super cool. He's our buddy. But let me tell you something. Don't get a monkey. It's the hardest thing in the world. It's by far the dumbest thing I ever did. And I, Max will tell you, I could fill up an 85 foot, an 80 foot Viking with all the dumb stuff I've done in my life, but nothing compares to buying a monkey. <laughs> it's by far the dumbest thing I've ever done. Cause I'm at the age now where I should be traveling around, having a good time. I got people inviting me to come to their resorts every single day, want me to come and film and make videos with them. And, go fishing on their boats and do all kinds of fun stuff. And I'm can't, we can't go anywhere. We can't go because we got Marley, the marmoset monkey who died. They, the number one thing that causes death for these little monkeys is loneliness. So we don't want little Marley to get lonely. We don't want him to die. We love Marley. And guess what? The really best part about it is they live for 15 years. Uh-huh. So I get to have them for 15 years and not do anything. My beautiful wife, Kelly Grove, tried to talk me up not to get him. She must have told me 30 times, we don't want a monkey. We don't need a monkey. We can't get a monkey, baby. Don't get a monkey. She kept telling me, and I was like, all you have to do is tell Dave, not don't do something, and you know I'm going to do it. Max knows that for a fact, and anybody that's known me for any time. The worst thing Kelly did was tell me not to do it. Great. Order the t-shirts, gang. Get some swag. Take some pictures. And like I was telling uh, one of our members a couple days ago, you don't have to be on the Pacific Ocean. You can take a picture in Florida. You can take a picture trout fishing in, in Iowa. You can take a picture anywhere with the fish with my shirt on or my hat. And uh, we will pick one lucky person that's going to win 200 US dollars. And then we'll do another We'll do another contest next month. Also, don't forget, Promar is giving away a bag of swag. 
on uh, September 1st for anybody that visits their website. And we do that on Tuesdays. So check it out on Tuesday. And I just thought it was important to talk about how, how uh, passionate I am about fishing and why now I have a way better understanding. As I get older, I get smarter, I think. Uh, now I really know why it's so important to go fishing. So gang, those of you on, on the podcast, you didn't get to see Marley. Maybe go look at him on YouTube or something after. You can always view us on YouTube. We're, we're on every social media platform that there is. Every social media platform. It's hard to not see us. Please go subscribe to my YouTube channel. We're just about to, probably by the end of the week, we'll have 50,000 subscribers on YouTube, which actually blows my mind. Because when I first started working with Elliot, I had like 2,000 subscribers. And in four years, we're at 50,000. That's crazy. Check me out, YouTube. Please subscribe to my channel. And all, everybody that's watching, hit the like button on whatever platform you hit like. I had no idea it was that important. I used to hear people talk, oh, hit the like button, please. I had no idea how important it is. It drives the algorithm, lets people get to see me. It's just, it goes to my Venmo. What the hell? You're kidding. This QR code goes to my Venmo? Really? Let me see. What the heck? Well, good. Venmo me money if that's where it goes. I don't know. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Nope. It does not. It goes straight to my store. Look at I just did it. It goes right to my store. You were looking at that QR code on the top. That goes to my Venmo. But the one I put up right there, Mike Lewis, that goes to my store. And there's my store right there to buy my merchandise. But the one on the top right corner, that's to give me tips. If you had a good time, you like our show, and if you don't know how to give the stars, and thank you, Mike Lewis. If you don't know how to give the stars or if you can't figure out how to load stars on your Facebook or those of you watching on YouTube, you want to give us a little tip, a couple bucks, something, just go to that QR code that's up on the screen in the right-hand corner that Venmo's the money directly to us. Remember, Marley and both my cats, our rescue animals and uh, everything that you guys do for us helps to feed the animals, to buy bitching places for them to live and toys to play with and all the cool stuff. And I want to thank everybody for watching this special show on a Saturday. I just, I thought it was important to put out why the passion of fishing is so important and how everything melts away when you look at down the end of your line and you're just hoping for a bite and nothing else matters. All you want is a bite. I just want a bite. Every time I fish, I just want a bite. I try to put that right down the end of the line. Eat it, please. Somebody eat it. I don't care if it's a 400-pound bluefin or a half an ounce spotted bay bass. I just want a bite. Gang, thank you very much for watching this morning. Hope you all have a great day. Turn off the news. Remember, they're all lying to you. This is the only place you get the truth, and it's the truth. Have a great day. See ya.